welcome to the Raising Vibrations podcast. And uh, today's episode, we're going to be uh, discussing transits and I suppose going into the different ways that um, we can understand this, uh, this type of expression in astrology, looking at the different ways that you can use it, how you can benefit from understanding your transits. And I think one of the things for me the most is the empowerment process that uh, astrological transits and tracking the transits can actually bring you um, in, in your soul's evolution, because that's pretty much what we're about, right? Yeah, tracking your growth, tracking the, the experiences you're growing through. Yes, that's, that's a really good point, because to me, that's how I, how I see the transits, um, because the natal chart itself is a point of reference, you know, like your birth point, right, mm -hmm. obviously, and it, it sets in motion a potential for how your life is going to unfold and the, the 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 transits as they relate to your natal chart so five years from now or five years from your birth as an example saturn will be at a different place and we're making a connection to a personal planet and there can be an event that takes place in your life that you know shapes you on some level you know and i think we all mm. have had those types of transits in our lives but that that relationship to where Saturn is at that point in relationship to your actual natal chart is a reflection of time moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so that's why that's how I see that what the value I see in, in understanding transits is the potential to see what was the soul's potential evolutionary direction and how can you look back to process that to move forward. And there's that little kind of like nugget of processing the past to move forward mm -hmm. in that way right yeah because we're constantly like interacting with the like so the moon is consistently going around the chart and it's touching all of these points yeah. and we have like short experiences of certain things surfacing for us and we can get attuned to the quality of that area of our psyche yes of our consciousness and and that's a great way to get to know these cycles and understand them in yourself is to track like just the moon transits but if you want to get a deeper understanding you can just go into say for example the progressed moon which takes um 28 years around yeah the chart and then you get to see how the aspects or you know as the moon is touching the different areas of your chart for a longer period of time and you're getting to see that but then we also yeah. have all the other kinds of things you know aspects that can be made to planets and you've got your normal transits that mm -hmm. are you know the current transits in relation to your natal chart then you've got your uh, progressions yeah solar returns lunar returns and you can get really into all the different aspects of it but ultimately it's just the clockwork yes. of your life yes right exactly and i loved how you said that where the the natal chart is just a it's the, what were you it's saying like, it's, it's like, the timing of your yeah of the soul's uh, the journey it's like as you imagine it unfolding in mm -hmm. time because you can't experience everything at once so you no. come in with this blueprint and then there are certain timings yes 
that are like predestined to happen. That's right. Experiences 100%. that you need to embody that are a part of your your the totality of your journey. Yeah. And who you are and who you're becoming. I I, I love that so much. Like that 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 realization I think is probably one of the most powerful pieces of insight you can have about understanding your relationship to your astrology chart. Because what what I've noticed and this is pretty much the motivation behind uh, doing this video is that when when we begin to explore our astrology mm -hmm. um, astrology itself as a paradigm yes fair enough it has transits and you know there's techniques to do these things but the the human experience connected to that has not been developed as much as the techniques of astrology mm -hmm. so what I see in my practice um, is that we we want to understand the transit but we don't see what we are processing through and how that transit is reflecting our growth because it's us that's evolving that the, the astrology chart is just reflecting a kind of it's giving us an opportunity to be self-reflective yes. right yes i know so, that's such an important thing that part yeah it's because it, it lays the foundation for how you actually interpret what is going on in your life and that's the point it's a translator it's mm -hmm. not there for anything else it's to translate the intuitive non-physical sort of abstract de development of your psyche mm -hmm. as it moves through time. So it would be natural that if you're looking at your astrology charts, your natal chart as a, as the entry point that contains, because it is just literally that you have moon and cancer. That's it. That's, mm -hmm. that's what you have. Right. But your the way that your moon and cancer materializes itself as you age, as you mature, Right. It will show up right in the beginning as somebody that might be very needy as a child, as an example, because you like emotional care, like you, you want that. But as you get older, maybe say, for instance, at you know, 35 and you, you, you're a mother, as an example, then you are sensitive to the needs of the child in that sense and provide them with with comfort in that way. And mm -hmm. then when you get older, that moon in cancer becomes the archetypal grandmother. It's like the, the shaping of that that symbolism morphs itself as you morph because you're morphing, not the chart itself. And that's how you can see another way of the progression of the charts. Mm -hmm. And so you're, it's not static. The, the, the way that your ch chart is set up is not static. It's constantly in a um, sort of developmental cycle. And to understand that is to understand that you are changing and that's what the transits are representing that unfolding mm -hmm. process yeah we're just constantly becoming and it's so important that to remember that that it is a reflection of our inner experience mm. and not something happening to us sure from the outside in because it's so easy to feel like to look at a transit an upcoming transit and i know i've done it and i'm mm. sure many of you have like seen an upcoming transit that looks scary and think like what's going to happen to me and and there can be a lot of you know especially if you've got say a pluto transit coming up pluto conjunct your moon or something like that you know it's going to be a rough like experience but if you can try to remember that what's ultimately happening is something a transformation within yourself sure that is being reflected in through the transit through the timing of your life yes so you're going, you're going to be like Uranus opposition, for example. I mean, we all go through that, you know, if we get to that age, we all go through that um, Uranus opposition and it's, it reflects 
a certain point in our journey where um, we start to change our perspective on things and open up to uh, a, a maturity yep. process mm -hmm. or an, an individuation process. And it's a natural part of that, that of our journey at that time in. Yeah. And, but we also have our individual transits that happen and we, you know, they can be very different from person to person. Yeah. So with some, some cycles, it's easier to like, remember that we all go through this, you know, we all, it's a part of our life experience. Whereas when we have individual transits, it can be, it can be internalized as something that's happening to us sure. because it's something that's separate from, you know, what other people are yeah. going through. Hmm. But there are obviously plenty of people that share the experiences. <laughs> well, let, let me like highlight that point over there, because I think that that's um, an incredibly crucial, again, insight piece of information in terms of how you begin nurturing the relationship between yourself and your astrological inquiry or, you know, maybe even in a different way, your philosophical inquiry into your life. Like, what is the meaning of your life? I think this is something that's really important. And that's why we use these tools to develop a sense of meaning, right? And that is another reason why this video to me has so much importance at this time, because a lot of people would be turning to astrology to try and make sense of their life. And um, if the the, the kind of frame of astrology is still rooted in duality, which is that we're looking at the astrology charts and we're looking at the, the, the sky and we're saying, okay, that's affecting us, then immediately it loses its validation on some level because it's still then perceived as um, how could the planets be influencing us, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that's, that's one of the reasons why astrology doesn't really get accepted in kind of a mainstream way because it's it's still in that duality phase and anyway the point the point here with what you were sharing was that that duality we as a human race have manifested a kind of psychological relationship to the external world and so that connection right perceives we immediately perceive okay so we're having a pluto transit so this is happening to us so we internalize that outer process that's why I think this discussion is, is a healthy um, thing to have, because if we are to nurture the soul's path and to get in contact with a deeper uh, self that is um, living through our ego personalities, mm -hmm. right, we need to be able to understand what types of psychological dynamics are necessary like what orientation what how do we look at at ourselves and the deeper self like we need to we need to nurture that connection so that we can make sense of a pluto conjunct the moon transit because that's going to be really really intense mm -hmm. okay um so when the transit when the transit is when you have like a pluto moon transits the psychological relationship to that pluto moon transit is oh, what how okay or like this this is the phase in my soul's evolution in which this time, this phase, this period, my self image is about to transform. Mm -hmm. And you'll look that in the charts, and this comes back to the timing thing, you'll look in the charts that when you were born, Pluto was, say, for instance, on your ascendant and your moon was in your fourth house, as an example. 
And so when it when Pluto moves to to hit your moon, it's going to activate the initial imprint of what that evolutionary cycle is about. But you can't see that mm -hmm. at that point unless you're looking at the chart from this perspective and seeing what transits are activating the the, the psychological and emotional development of your soul. So that and then and then you yeah. see then you can immediately go, OK, I'm here to transform that. That's what mm -hmm. my what part of my purpose and mission is. Yeah. And then mission and then purpose is not something existential. It's the. It's the realization of the unfoldment of your soul's path. Yeah. As we're in a constant state of becoming, as Correct. Jeffrey Wolf Green would say. Yeah. But so if you look at that, you can actually like attune yourself to that and be more accepting of that. You know, you can see the challenges that are um, arising mm -hmm. from within you and around you, you know, reflected around you and see that you're needing to let go of certain outdated identity structures sure. and then that's how you can actually move through a transit with more ease mm -hmm. and and flow and kind of um i suppose allow it to happen like unfold naturally rather than try to hold on to like know how to align yourself to what is going on so mm -hmm. it can be extremely helpful to know what transits you're going to go through and then to know how to align yourself to them so because it can get confusing it's like yeah. is this a time when i need to be letting go or you know is this a time for persevering and and working harder sure. and holding on to yes, things yes. or is this a time for for yeah. you know growth and um initiation and it, it's like that's how studying the transits can really really support you to understand what you're like how to attune yourself yeah. to what's going on i mean i've i had a recent thing where i was i was feeling i hadn't been looking at my own transits <laughs> and i had been feeling anxious like a an anxiousness in my body that wasn't a mental thing and there was nothing going on but i could feel this feeling of impending doom right <laughs> and and i was talking to simon about it and i was saying like i've just got this feeling that's that keeps on being you know staying with me this feeling of impending doom and i don't really know it's like something is going to happen and so it, took a look at the chart and then realized that I'm having a, a Uranus uh, trine the sun, sun transit and Venus so. and, and Venus and my nodes and everything but it's so it's and it was as soon as I saw that it was a Uranus transit I knew that that was what it was because it's change mm -hmm. and the way you psychologically like yes. connect yes. to the feeling of change because your body's already like you. the timing of your soul already knows this is this is of coming course. up this of is course. the blueprints already there it's already laid out so as you're approaching it you can sense it if you're sensitive to that you can sense that there is something you mm. know you're you're getting closer to this time and the timing is you know you feel it <laughs> and and as you begin to feel that the way the psychology of the mind interacts with that particularly with something like change right mm -hmm and uranian like change 
is to feel like something something bad might happen. You know, there's this impending doom. There's something like anxiety or anxiousness about things or nervousness or sleeplessness or anything like that. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, so this is this is a time of, you know, embracing changes and, and I could see it. And then suddenly every time that feeling was to arise, I would be able to nurture it yeah understand it or and nurture it and kind of allow it to happen and even feel excited about that because then it's like okay so there's we're going through i'm going through a period of of change and growth and this is a you know we go through life and things can be the same for a while and then then there'll be changes and we'll go through a growth spurt and then we'll go through and then things will be stabilized for a while and then and sometimes we go through a lot of changes and a lot of things in one go. And I've certainly had my share of those, you know, <laughs> phases in my life. And I'm sure many of you have also. But it's just, I don't know, just knowing that gives a sense of ease and an ability to attune to that and sure. allow that to kind of unfold, unfold. And in its natural way. Yeah. I mean, I, absolutely. There's so much richness in in what you shared. Um, one thing that that stood out for me was the psychological relationship to that uncertainty that you were feeling. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it, when when you're dealing with a Uranian transit, and maybe at some point um, to do, maybe to do like a, a video. I actually want to do that. So I want to do a video that's just or sharing and how to prepare for a Pluto transit and the psychology of that. And then Uranus and, and Neptune, because they have different, they have different ways of you, you experience them differently. Like with your Uranus trying your sun experience, the, the sort of the, the anxiety that you were feeling mm -hmm. when, when you realized that it was Uranian transit and it was, you could, you could make sense of it. That anxiety transformed itself to, well, it didn't actually, it was just a polarity. It was excitement. Mm -hmm. So really you were feeling excitement, Yeah. but at a deeper level, because Uranus is, is outside the boundaries of your own emotional sense of, of where things are existing in the material plane, mm -hmm. then naturally speaking, you're going to feel that anxiety or that, that kind of energy that's bubbling from the surface and Saturn's going like, we're going to keep things, sort yeah. of like safe and you're honest is no 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 and right that's the <laughs> yeah. first thing and, and then the second thing is is that well what happens if you've had um negative experiences in your life around change and then all of a sudden you've got the uranus transits coming up and you know and that was something that was really fascinating to me when i came to understand that was that if you've if you've had experiences in your past that have not been really really friendly or you haven't had support or the transition from one uranian change to another wasn't like beneficial that could actually be a really really difficult to transit to deal with and so you could support yourself by knowing that this is coming up and maybe contact a friend and say i'm going to deal with this transit right now um is it okay if we maybe talk to each other every single day as i try to process what i might be dealing with mm -hmm. that's like another way to approach that whereas a pluto transit for instance um, you know, that's going to, that's going to always relate in a, in a kind of a need to let go of a certain emotional attachment. And if you've had, say, for instance, abandonment trauma, 
as a child and then Pluto transit comes around and you try to and then that hits the night the, the likelihood of you actually moving through that transit in a way that says oh you know you just need to surrender to something is not going to be friendly you're not going to you're going to bring up even more fear of uh, trauma and stuff so you know uh, complex post-traumatic stress responses naturally come up when you've got these types of transits as well and that was something that i felt was important to also know about how you deal with transits that your own psychological relationship to life um, is influences a lot of how you actually deal with these transits and mm. and and stuff like that and yeah past experience exactly and i think i think that it's really important to spend some time looking at uh experiences that you've had in your past that may have not been sort of um i, I don't know what the word is it's like like friendly like you you didn't really it didn't really go like for instance with myself and this is i i, I processed through it that's why i'm sharing it but and most of us have gone through these things so there's nothing special about me but pluto transited over my saturn when i was at the age of five okay so immediately that Saturn is deeply conditioned by that original imprint. So every time there's a Saturn experience in my life, like if my Saturn return as an example, or a Saturn square, that energy is always going to come to the surface. And if you haven't worked on the original imprint, then the likelihood of you experiencing a, a, a natural transition through that Saturn is less. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean it's good or bad. It just means that there, they, the, your your emotional confidence to deal with an experience might not be you have to go through that that you have to like break through that block first mm -hmm. you know you might not feel the courage to Saturn will ask you okay like let's take on this responsibility and you might feel not up for the challenge you might feel mm -hmm. afraid as an example and it's an opportunity to experience the polarity exactly, of that exactly because you you we have re like activations and timings that mm. are a part of our journey so we might have one activation that brings a a challenging experience like the negative polarity mm. of mm. an experience where you get to ex well you get the opportunity to experience the polarity of that the yeah. the like empowered version of that yeah. at a later point and to actually heal the original imprinting that was um that left a wound yeah. or to at least process that and and be able to see it from a different perspective i actually believe that that's what the second the first the the period between your your when you're in your saturn return so you you have your saturn return from age 28 right until your next saturn return i i personally believe that that's what you do because saturn goes around the whole entire chart for the next okay. 29 years and also your progressed moon hits everything. Yeah. So you process through that whole stuff. And that was a really fantastic thing that we actually came across. And it's probably sort of, you know, common knowledge to a lot of like astrologers, but the progressed moon and Saturn, like they, they actually show us how we emotionally grow because yeah. they, they literally are, they're both cycling around the chart every 29 years. So it hits every single aspect in your chart, the conjunction, yeah. the square, the in conjunct, whatever. Mm -hmm. And and that's exactly what happens you do you get to rewire the original imprint and that's another great way to actually see what how the soul is evolving itself that would be a great workshop I yeah just <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's not a bad idea to be honest mm. um 
but it's true because that's that's the whole point yeah. like why would you like that would be a really empowering way to understand what your soul has come to figure out in this lifetime mm -hmm. um and something else was when when you go through a transit and you're experiencing what you're experiencing ultimately what is occurring is that your your um your psyche is being reshaped by the experiences that you have mm -hmm. right so your second saturn square like at the edge of um when do you have your second saturn square 30 20 no it's a uh, okay after your first saturn return so uh, 37 36 or something okay yeah it hits it hits the square so that's that's when you'll experience what you experienced when you were seven but this time at the age of 35 36 right and that's when you can have an adult perspective on something that occurred at that stage because your saturn is really important in terms of tracking its its development um on your chart because it's mm -hmm. what actually reveals to you the most physical emotional development of your psyche mm -hmm. and going back to what you were saying before about how you know an original imprinting can can give us a a certain attitude or you know relationship to that energy that frequency i was thinking about how we can have these how we have different relationships to different archetypes yeah so for some people um like for me uranian transits are um kind of okay for me like i have uranus conjunct the moon i've experienced a lot of uranian experiences and i've kind of survived through them and and my relationship to it is like change it's something new it's it can be exciting um of course there's always an aspect of like mental like fear because the mind sure. just doesn't like change but when it comes to Saturn transits, for example, they're not like my my Saturn, my relationship to Saturn isn't as friendly. You know, it's mm. not, I don't really enjoy I, being Uranian myself, I suppose. And and yeah. the, the relationship, you know, the aspects I have to my Saturn, for example, just don't make Saturn transits enjoyable and not that they're enjoyable for anyone but some people really get into the you know Saturn work and it's That's like right. yay yes. I get an opportunity <laughs> to grow and mature and you know you get into it whereas mm -hmm. my soul kind of just yeah wants to throw it off yeah yeah doesn't that's and a, then, yeah no that's a really uh, cool thing that you shared there because um you know uh the soul itself comes in with prior life experience, uh, like under unconscious prior life uh, memories. And you can deal with the Saturn transit in your life, right? You can, you can go through one, but if you've experienced something in a prior lifetime, where a, a Saturn transit or a Saturn period of your life wasn't that friendly, oppressive, right? Oppressive. Then, you know, the likelihood of you like um, immediately responding to similar dynamics at an unconscious level are going to be different and that's you know on some level what you're really talking about there yeah. as well you know well you um, can look at how your your natal chart is set up and you can see like the dominant um energies themes, yeah. yeah the dominant themes and then you can kind of get an idea of how you are going to feel about different i mean it, it can be different for everyone i suppose mm. But um, I know for myself where I've got like a lot of Scorpio and a lot of Aquarius, yeah. that those two like transit, Pluto transits and eighth house transits and that don't feel as 
<laughs> challenging to me sure. as maybe I don't know satin transits and what was the one that was really difficult recently I suppose Neptune was a bit yeah Neptune was a bit um, um, like maybe maybe Virgo transits yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Virgo transits, sixth house transits, mm -hmm. but it, it's true. And I liked what you, you shared there as well, that, you know, let's say you have Pluto in the eighth house, right? For yourself. And, and then you have a solar return with Pluto in the eighth house. And in your, in your experience, you did, you watched a lot of eighth house themes unfold in front of you. Yeah. And because of your like natural relationship to eighth house themes throughout your whole life, it, it doesn't say that that those experiences weren't intense. It was just that you almost had a a natural ability to understand what was occurring, and and you kind of processed through those experiences in a way that that almost even brought tremendous growth to your nasal placement. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas, right? Whereas, like for me as an example, with Pluto in the tenth. Let's say I have a Pluto fourth house transit solar return, or mm. um, a Pluto eleventh uh, house transit. You know, Pluto tenth house souls. They, their, their deepest desire is to, to conserve things, right? To keep things in a structured way and to, to support kind of boundary making. And here's a, a fourth house transit that says, no, he has emotions coming from all over the place. All of a sudden it can be very, very difficult mm -hmm. to, to interface with naturally, not saying that you can't. And that's again, the purpose of the conversation is, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to have a fourth house Pluto transit. I know that I'm naturally not wired to deal with this kind of watery energy, even though that's mm -hmm. the point of the Pluto 10th house is to exactly. integrate that, mm -hmm. which is why it can be challenging. But if you know that you can be, you can be more accepting of those challenges and be more relaxed about when that emotional outburst comes and you, you won't feel confused or dazed about it, but almost embracing it in that sense. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I have a Pluto 10th house transit in my solar return, I'm like, woohoo, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> this feels natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's, it's, um, I mean, another thing you can look at is solar returns, which mm. I've, I've shared before. I just love watching the solar returns to see the themes that are being processed over the year. And, and you just watch how, the, I mean, it comes through so strong and mm. I suppose it's always, there are always synchronicities. So you'll be having a transit to, you know, your moon, right? Yes. And at the same time, you'll be having a solar return in the fourth house. And then you'll, you'll look at, you know, you, you can see the same themes running through all the different like layers. layers. So no matter what you're looking at, so if you're into so looking at solar returns, you'll see it there. If you're just looking at transits, you'll see it there. If you're looking at progressions, you'll see it there. It's like the themes are always running through mm. like a, a thread. Mm. And I like to look at all of these different things or whatever I'm intuitively drawn to. And you can see the themes. And it's, it's nice to see the different pieces of the puzzle or the different threads coming through the archetypes talking to you because yes. it's just a reflection of what's you know what's going on inside mm -hmm. um often people ask me like is that good you know <laughs> is that a good transit or is it a bad one and it's like yeah. there is there just really isn't a good or bad you know it's just how you're going to relate to it yeah can be a matter of how you experience it but you know how are you going to relate to change 
Yes. Is that going to be something, are you going to be excited or are you going to be completely like traumatized by mm. it? How are you going to relate to letting go of like, you know, um, transformation? Mm -hmm. Transforming your identity. Yeah, yeah. I suppose maybe it depends on how rigid you are in your identity or how much you identify with yes. the current identity that you have. Um, and so we have all these different layers of experiences that we're going to go through and how we psychological, psychologically relate to those experiences is going to like dictate how we process it, how yeah. we inter interact with it. Yeah, and ultimately. how we integrate it and how we grow through it. Mm -hmm. And if we just go look back at a certain phase in our life and go, that was just horrendous. Or if we can, I, I saw this quote the other day, grow through what you go through. Wow. That's cool. I like yeah. that. That was, that was cool. I like that. Yeah. Yes. And, and you can, and that's what you can do. Wow. Like that's, that's the power you have, mm -hmm. you know, that's how you can empower yourself is to, mm. to grow through these things. Yes. And ultimately we don't really have a choice like we get like the mind you know we want to we want to have you just have to drop that this. in over there because <laughs> yeah. i love it's like we we have this idea that we're we're in control like we know what's going to happen tomorrow and i mean i'm i'm so we have these discussions sometimes <laughs> where i'm so scorpio that i'm like but we don't know you know we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow we don't know that we'll be here even you know it's just it's not <laughs> there are no guarantees but we have this mental idea of this is the way it's going to be and sure. we need that yes you know a sense of continuity um for our own sanity correct but there's also the need to like go with the flow of the changes that with what actually arrives for us because mm -hmm. we can't predict all the possible outcomes that could happen every day in no. every moment you know they every every moment is like gives an opportunity for multiple um different realities mm -hmm. to exist right and our minds can't calculate all of them and know exactly which one we're going to be on so changes can happen right you, yeah. your car breaks down and suddenly that leads you on a path to you know you miss work experience you have, there. Yeah. yeah you've got all of these things and and suddenly your day doesn't turn out at all like you imagined it would have and maybe it sends you on a completely different trajectory yeah. and Who's to say that that's wrong? Mm. It's only your mind that interacting with that that could think that that's wrong because the mind had a plan, yes. right? There was this plan of that this is, <laughs> but my day was supposed to be like this, you know, because this is what I, I predicted for my future, which is an amazing thing that we can do that. But the thing is, is it's still just a theory. Sure. You know, we're living there with this theory of our future. And I mean, how many people can look back at their lives and and see how they have been able to dictate what their future is going to be you know how many of your plans have gone exactly according to your plans <laughs> for your life it's yeah. just it's not that way so we need to be flexible with with like and go with the flow because changes are going to happen but there's also 
and through that I suppose we have the opportunity to grow and transform and meet the challenges and experiences and there's that it's like with a sense of curiosity that helps a lot sure. like a sense of what's this about what am mm. I going to be learning about myself now what am I going to be learning about life what is this experience going to bring me you know it's like that that um, beginner's mind mm -hmm. you know where you're just approaching life with a sense of awe and well curiosity. I wanted to add something to that by the way because I was um just as you do with your honest experiences and talking about this uh, there's a book um that i was just flipping through to to get some inspiration and um the uh, the person was writing i like the beginner's mind which is cool but i also want to have the beginner's heart mm. and i was like oh that's an interest that's a nice way to actually add that dimension to that you you know you can you can be open to the experience of or opening up your heart to experiencing the universe in that way and allowing the mind to be the vehicle for the process to be digested and measured in as well so both of them being um little cool yeah, ways of of, mm -hmm. of digesting your experience and in a sense that's really what it's about at, at a very deep level but a simpler like a very simplified level is we are just digesting experiences that are continually awakening us to the realization of a, of a deeper truth. Yeah. And from that perspective, you can see that the receptivity of the experiences you're having um, mm -hmm. is supporting that awakening of a deeper truth, which is presently there all the time. And um, mm -hmm. the, 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 the astrology in itself or any system for that matter, like human design is an example, numerology, if you wish, all of the different systems are translation tools to awaken through curiosity and the openness of the heart to what is trying to actually make a, a connection to you. So you have this personality that's conscious here, that's ruled by Saturn and the moon, right? So that the moon Saturn transit, and then you have this deeper unconscious uh, raw data that's just sitting over there, very placid, not doing anything in its work. And then a transit comes along and, and like, you know, um, when, let's say, for instance, you drop something into water and a, and a drop comes up like it ripples. Mm. So that's the same thing as a transit. It's mm -hmm. like water rises, that, that ripples. And in your reality is the rippling effect of, the, of that potential that was existing there, right? It was, just, it was just the feminine principle. It's like the most beautiful way to understand the feminine principle in its, in its most um, like non-personalized, categorized mm. thing. It's, it's just energy just existing it's not going anywhere it has no agenda nothing of the sort it's just existing and then out of that arises a masculine form and that brings awareness to whatever is existing in in, in an undual state mm -hmm. and that's pretty much what uranus neptune and pluto hold is what is existing in that space and how do they come to the surface and then how does your saturn and the moon integrate those experiences to, to create growth Right, because it's our conscious and unconscious right. that are interacting with exactly. one another. So Jung talked about the mind can't possibly understand the unconscious through its language. And it's true, you, you can't, it's Neptune's or Pisces squaring Gemini. The moment that you label something, you immediately lose the essence of its purity of whatever it is, mm -hmm. because we've categorized it, right? So the only way to be able to make sense of the unconscious is to manifest metaphors which reveal the archetypes of depth inside them and that manifests an insight mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and so, like the archetypal yeah. language. So like astrology is, is exactly. an amazing way to translate consciousness and energy because yes. it, it holds within it. Like, and astrology can be used in the opposite way as well, where it just boxes <laughs> things in and goes, well, you know, this means that. Yes. But when Ugh. you look at the archetypes, you, you can really like explore the essence of what they are. And that's what, I mean, that's what you teach in, in the school, our yes. astrology school. It's, it's about opening up and the same with human design. I mean, you can, you can, anything can be used to define something and mm. like encase it and, you know, limit the understanding, or it can be used as an opening, as a doorway like open the doorway to the Aries archetype and you understand that it's it's everything that it holds within it yeah. is there and and then you explore that and then yeah. you watch it and you watch how it's manifesting in life and all the different myriad yeah. of ways that it exists yeah. and all the how it interacts with the other like through the natural zodiac so you how it interacts with the other um natural energies that exist around it absolutely i love the the way that you you talked about because that was that is how the astrology school is set up mm. it's it's designed to to help you explore the nature of the archetypes themselves and and it's it's not putting things in a box but still keeping it framed so that you can understand the difference between aries and taurus as an example because there is a very big difference between the two and so yeah you need to like put a frame yeah. or that's why it's a, i imagine it as a door instead because yes. it does it opens a, a doorway mm. to the archetype it still holds a structure to see it through mm. but you're just seeing it through the, a certain lens yes. so really when you go through like the 12 archetypes uh, in the score mm. it's it's a way to see the archetypes in life and it's not about memorizing anything no. it's not about going over oh, Aries means this and that and this and that you know it's, it's it's not those it's so much more than those words because we're talking about energy yes and it's the same with everything. I suppose we we do this with transits as well. Like you can look at your having one transit yeah. and it would be a Saturn transit. But if you look at all the other transits happening at the same time and other aspects happening, there will be like you might have challenging aspects and supportive aspects. And you will always have like a balance of these different ones that are telling you a story that will show yeah. you how... Um, you know how things are unfolding yeah the how they're unfolding and what you're like processing through and how to relate to it and what's supporting mm. you through that process and what's going to be more challenging for you and it's yeah. just it's pretty amazing to see and you yeah that's right and you can do it with human design as well i mean that's oh, that's yeah. one of the things that that you you really really like and are good at mm -hmm. is being able to to allow that system to be a doorway to deeper self-understanding mm -hmm. um and in a way that's that not only empowers people but also gives us the opportunity to see that there is a dimension of of awareness that's right in front of us but because we're using our senses to validate it we don't see it because it is inherently invisible in that well, way it's like a, it's a different you... well we're talking about energy mm. at the end of the day like most of our if like we see some of our reality mm. right but that so much of it is is not visible 
So we can't see all a lot of the things that we're interacting with. And, you know, a lot of the things that are making a great impact on us, like emotional reality, the psychological things, mm. you know, a lot of the unconscious material that we're processing through and our fears and all of these different aspects of our reality and how we uh, navigate ourselves and make decisions and feel um, confident and all yep. of how we relate to life itself. And all of those things can be kind of put into a framework so that our minds can interact with it and understand and see it and because you need it, to break it right? down because it's just energy right so we've just got mm -hmm. all of this energy <laughs> around us and we can and then what we need to do is to break it down into smaller pieces and then we can identify it through that so you know you the same as we do with the archetypes you can do that through human design or any system that's basically yeah. what they do is they break down and categorize areas of consciousness yeah and there was something i was thinking of earlier when you were talking it was about when we were looking at our um how we are processing our life and it, we have this we think that we're here to experience a certain life a certain way right so we've got this satin like this this idea of what life is supposed to be what we're gonna do how it's gonna look you know the job and all of the things that we have to the milestones that we have to get through to be uh, have a successful life and really we're here for awareness yeah like our life is really about awareness and consciousness and growth Okay, and that means going through whatever you go through mm. and and learning through that, mm. through self-reflected consciousness. So being able to experience things directly through the experience and also be conscious of that and process yeah, that yeah, at the yeah. same time. So we can we can be the observer of our life at the same time as we are the experiencer of our lives. So, OK, I, that was just that was pure poetry and the reason why i say that is because in in like from 2012 onwards right we had this kind of huge global awakening thing experiencing and out of the blue came these statements of i'm a i'm not i'm a human being having a spiritual experience or mm. right and it was like I, I had a slight like issue with that because it became something of pop culture statements and no disrespect to any of us that have said it i've said it but the 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 what did that mean mm -hmm. apart from just language mm -hmm. and that's that's how i understand that like yeah. at, at a deeper level the meaning of that is not what does it mean to live that versus mm -hmm. just identify it and that's what that is it's the capacity to do that and you know to be honest it's it's definitely not something that i think everybody can everybody just does you you do mm -hmm. have to practice a little bit and get comfortable with the fact that sometimes you're going to deal with mars square pluto well, we do it, right. but we do it unconsciously. So yeah. we can be unconsciously <laughs> processing, consciously processing things. <laughs> but at the same time, True when that. we can do it consciously, we can consciously interact with our life. Mm -hmm. And we go, and, and this is where we come back to the beginner's mind and the beginner's heart also, is that, okay, so this is what we're here for. We're here to learn about this human experience and the interaction of what it is like to be to interact with um, 
our infinite self, our multi-lifetime, you know, our consciousness interacting through the boundaries of yes. our physical life. Because mm -hmm. everything here that we are experiencing in life is being experienced through limitations, through Saturn. So we're looking at, we, we're looking, we live for a certain lifespan, right? And because we have a certain amount of time here, we are we get our consciousness, our relationship to stuff is, re you know, to our life is reflected back to us through that limitation. Because mm. if it went on forever, then <laughs> would we be aware of it? Like, do you know, it's like that, those things that you take for granted that you wouldn't even know were there. So there's yeah. a boundary. When you put a boundary somewhere, you get the reflection of that. So, yes. you know, you can, you can love someone there was there's that thing where you can you don't know what you have until you've lost it right so that can be one t way that you can experience that the boundary is the loss and then you can experience mm -hmm. your relationship to that yeah absolutely so um but what happens is we tend to close down our hearts so that beginner's mm -hmm. heart is is a way to interact with life but still stay open yes. in your heart to the experiences mm. so as you're going through it if you can stay open in your mind to the the myriad of different ways that your life can play out for you and how it can be vastly different to the status quo or the consensus reality that we have you know created this mold that we need to live mm -hmm. and exist within and also allow our hearts to stay open to um as we move through these experiences to life, then we can really take it all in. Absolutely. Right? So we Absolutely. can go through whatever transits we go through and whatever like experiences we go through and they're not gonna all gonna be great. No. You know, there's there are some really tough experiences in our lives. It's not like mm. You know, just because you have that outlook, it's not going to be really hard, but you can still experience it mm. and somehow like, know that you're experiencing it. Like, here's an it. example, right? Okay, so um, to, to kind of like really, really emphasize a lot of what you've been sharing as well is that this, this, this feminine principle of this energy just existing, right? It's just raw data. It's just mm. unprocessed material. Mm -hmm. And so Saturn becomes the framework to process a aspect of it. So your life from birth to death, natal chart reflects the potential of what you would experience throughout uh, in, in relationship to the totality. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like a, an aspect and that's how you can perceive the continuity of mm -hmm. the soul experiencing its desires through, through multiple lifetimes. It's experiencing mm -hmm. aspects of them. And that's where our natural wisdom comes from and that's the manifestation of the the ability to with through an open mind and an open heart digest what you're taking in process it and then a truth comes out of it but a, a, a natural truth a realization that then becomes something that you share mm -hmm. right yeah. um, so that's another thing with like human design as an example with with the manifesting channels like mm -hmm. sharing something and we get invited to share a wisdom that we have based on an experience that we've taken in predicted yeah. right um and that you, you know let, let's say you have this mars pluto transit which mm -hmm. we all know in itself is going to be really really intense for somebody mars square pluto mars opposed pluto 
-hmm. if you, this is the point is that you were saying is that that, that transit, even though you have this information available to you, that transit's still going to bring up raw, unprocessed emotions Mm -hmm. from either early childhood or previous lifetime doesn't really matter. It's going to come to the surface and you might find yourself being a little bit more sensitive or on edge or, you know, maybe say something to somebody that that's in a close proximity to you. And if you can identify that that transit is bringing this raw emotion to the surface, you can also be, um, you can let the other person know that this is going to happen. It doesn't mean that you're, that, that you're not taking responsibility for your wounds or whatever material comes to the surface, but let, it, it, it opens up a dialogue for compassion mm-hmm. for that pros, for that raw emotion to come to the surface. Mm-hmm. So if you have a Mars Pluto transit, emotion's going to come to the surface. You're probably going to need a lot more space around you to deal with the yeah. intense vulnerability mm-hmm. that will occur for you. Whereas with a Uranus transit like yourself, um, you know, trying your moon, it's like, um, like watching how things rearrange themselves in your environment mm. so that the pattern is not the same because that's what your honest is wanting to do it just wants to reorganize the pattern mm. so that you experience another aspect of something that you're experiencing mm-hmm. so in that sense you can you can but then you can also have a sudden <laughs> you know event that just arises out of the blue literally yeah. out of the blue and then mm-hmm. you can okay wow this just happened i need some space to process it as it were exactly or if it's a neptune transit um well (laughs) (laughs) how do we know it's happening (laughs) it gets a little bit foggy (laughs) but yeah yeah well um i think that that's a great place to leave this absolutely yeah um we have lots more happening right you're going to start some new courses and things and we'll, we'll link some things below so if you're interested in exploring more of what we're doing yeah. then um come over to our website yeah. and and check it out on patreon absolutely right? absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. all right everybody have a fantastic day we hope that you thoroughly enjoyed what we shared here today and we look forward to doing another sort of like 100 million of these you know as long <laughs> as the energy is there we, we love doing it so we hope that uh, you can feel that energy with us mm-hmm. have a fantastic day okay thank you take care bye-bye